Hey guys, welcome to the second podcast of What's What with Wyatt Wilkes. Today we have Andy Liston on. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be fun. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met and I can't wait. I just wanted to take a second and thank you guys for listening to the first podcast with Terrence. Um, it was a lot, of, a lot of work to put it together and it was really just gratifying and exciting to see that everybody enjoyed it so much. I just wanted to thank everybody and now we can get this podcast started. Let's get it. Andy, how you doing, buddy? Doing all right, man. What's up? How you doing? Nothing much. Haven't seen you in a while. It's been about a good two months, maybe month and a half, something like that. You, Summertime. You didn't stay for summer. No, I was going to, and then uh, the place that I work at up here was not really going to give anyone hours because uh, all the students are gone. So I went back home, doing my own thing. I'm cooking uh, and doing doing other things on the nights. So cooking. It's not bad. What are you cooking? Uh, food, actually. Cooking up jokes? Oh, I wish. <laughs> cooking up food in the day, and I'm uh, serving ice-cold jokes at night. They are uh, not good most <laughs> of the time. No, um, yeah, I'm uh, aspiring. St- I don't know what you call it if you're, if you're doing stand-up, but you're not getting... You're an open, I'm an open micer right now, um, which is I'm getting my start in stand-up. I'm nine months in, which is like literal baby steps at this point i mean all the all the big guys you see have been doing it for like 20 years um so this is just a point for me to start getting comfortable finding my funny all that fun stuff it's the best once you get you know a little taste once you say something and you're the only one talking and everyone's paying attention to you this is so narcissistic but and then you're you're talking and they laugh at it and it's a night and it's a genuine laugh and everyone in the room laughs then you can't get enough of it. Oh my God, I have not tried a soda sweet enough um, that is as addicting as as that laugh. Uh, so that's that's just what I'm aiming to do. But going to college in the meantime, you know, getting this degree, I'm talking a lot, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're uh, <laughs> you're being really annoying. Thank uh, you. My listeners don't want to hear you drone on. Okay? I do take pride in that. Um, you're definitely 100% honestly the funniest person I've ever met. I've told you that many times. Thank you. Um, it's a uh, you only know six people. But. You're you're very humble. Um, <laughs> I I do only know a couple people, but um, a little backstory on Andy uh, for the people that don't know him. Um, he grew up about uh, two minutes away from me. Yeah, by car. By uh, foot, it was like eight minutes. Yeah, by foot. I mean, tr- I mean, brisk walking. Eight if were, minutes. If you were lightly walking. jogging with a strapless bag in your hand, it'd be like nine and a half minutes. Okay, yeah, I would. I would agree with like that. Like a purse, like a clutch. Yeah, I, a cl- definitely. I just started wearing purses, so. Okay, yeah. Um, we'll we'll come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that. Okay. Um, Purse man grew up two minutes from each other um, by car, um, <laughs> and. We went to the same elementary school for a couple of years. Then I went to the, mm-hmm. I started going, that was a magnet school. Hillcrest Elementary. Hillcrest, shout out. Uh, then I went to um, uh, Audubon Park, which Audubon was the Park. school that was like really close to my house. Uh, and then we, 
Um, both ended up. Yeah, we both ended up at uh, middle school, Glen Ridge, and then we went to high school together, and then now college. So uh, we've known each other. I mean, basically our entire quite lives. a number of years, to be honest. Yeah, it's getting to the point where we. Uh, it's a little like, old. We're like, yeah, I, I'm. I think I'm tired of you. I ran out of stuff to say to you. That's new words. I yeah, think I said just, all the words. You're just so regurgitating old jokes, and I and rarely you haven't laugh. laughed at you haven't laughed at any of the new ones uh, because they're all old with different wording. So. I can't fault you for that. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, so Andy, okay, so stand-up. How did uh-huh. you, you get, did, did someone really spur you into stand-up? Or? Well, you know, um, stand-ups are always like, I don't know, either oddballs or, you know, people that just need to find an outlet to express how they're, they're doing. I've... Or just people that genuinely love a laugh, and I think that's me. I've always been a kind of funny. I was, you know, the kid in, in Sunday school in front of the whole church asking, you know, like, what's two plus two? And they were like, do you think God is everywhere? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> just messing around. Uh, I didn't, I mean, I was always the fat kid growing up, so I, and I always had, like, the fun friends, though, but I would always be the fat one, so, of course, the easy, when we're all kids, the easiest thing to jab at is my entire body, because it's so big, but also, the easiest thing to make fun of was also my body, because it's so big, and, (laughs) uh, you know, it really, it really allowed me to, uh, take some punches, and then just deliver some heat back, like, you do not want to get into a into a oh my doctor just called me never mind bye doc was that a uh, was doctor. about the epic fat loss or oh I wish I wish someone or is I wish it just your contact. skyrocketing cholesterol I got I lost weight before it was popular to lose weight okay <laughs> if I lost the weight that I lost when I was a kid I lost seventy pounds in six months if I lost that weight today and put it on Twitter I would have a Jenny Craig commercial by now it's just <laughs> I don't know but I was. I was always the big kid, and so I wasn't as fast on the field or, or in the court on the pacer test, but I could, I could zing in about a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that didn't really, I didn't really start to pick up on that until I went to summer camp when I was about 11, and then I, they didn't even care. They were like, you're fat? I, we barely care. Like, we don't even, like, you can still be here. And I was like, that's the first time that's ever happened. And... Um, <laughs> I really found my character there and uh, my sense of humor. So now I've just been doing it. I, I think I'm more funny situationally, but stand-up's an art form. And it's really hard. It's like taking an extra class. You know, you, you're writing one hour, two hours a day. You're talking to yourself out loud for hours. Um, you know, you're researching, which was, is basically watching comedy. <laughs> that was one of the the things like when you first like got into it mm-hmm. that was one of the things i didn't realize mm-hmm. was um how much work it is like how much practice oh it my is because you watch these stand-ups mm-hmm. with professionals like um, and they're just talking to you just it seems that's why they're so good though because it, it seems like they just got thrown up there on the stage mm-hmm. and they have to talk to people and they just are just funny just let you know how they feel <clears> about and they make it a, it's a conversation with yourself and it's hard to formulate um, without other people hearing the conversation with yourself because you can think it's funny all you want but uh, until someone else hears it and laughs it's not uh, 
just the hours that you spend just writing and, mm-hmm. and putting jokes in different order. That's a huge thing oh, yeah. that, that I never realized was the order of jokes matters. And, uh, you know, some people do, some people will get broad ideas and think it out and they'll just go up on stage and say it. Some people will write and do verbatim, even calls out to the crowd. They'll do verbatim lines that they've written down and they'll rehearse it and practice it, get the timing down. I'm kind of a mixture of both. I, uh, I like to write my jokes out and if I don't like it, I, I cut it and I write it differently, but or if it's just not funny, I throw it away. A lot of them aren't funny. Most of it's not funny yet. Um, but it's it's doing that and then trying to read that so many times that you can just say it out loud without having to read it off a of paper. And then anything in the conversation that you catch that's different flows better. It's it's mm-hmm. weird to. I don't know. It's it's really different from anything I've ever tried to do. It's like. Put it's you have all the pieces of a puzzle, they're just not in the right spots. And so if mm. you can make them all click, that gets a laugh, and that's really fun. You know? Yeah, well, I, I really enjoy it. I'm gonna uh, go ahead and read one of your tweets that I thought was funny. Oh yeah, go for it. I think it. I'm gonna you can follow inter- me on Twitter. Really, um, you know, read a couple funny tweets Heck that yeah. I personally thought were hilarious. If, uh, if anyone wants to follow me on Twitter, I am at Andy underscore Liston. Uh, shameless plug. Actually, a little bit of shame, but here we go. Um, this actually isn't a tweet. It's just kind of a... I mean, you tweeted it, but it's, it's a question. Um, asking for a trampoline. Dude, um, and then you trying. follow that up after no one responded with, so no one has a trampoline. I'm trying to find, okay, so I told myself <laughs> I would drop out of school if I couldn't do a backflip by the end of the year, uh, the calendar year. And I tend to hold myself to my word. I don't want to, but I also at the same time really want to do a backflip. Uh, so I'm, I mean, respect. If anyone listening knows anyone has a trampoline um, that I could use for a couple hours... In the southeast United States, I would be beyond grateful. Oh, my goodness. I'm just trying to get here so I can do a backflip and uh, still go to school. Because if I can't, then uh, I can't go to college anymore. So, Okay, so how it, how because, even though you can't find a trampoline at I, this moment. I, it, that I don't okay, have to pay for. That Okay, that bingo. We've reached the key to this mm-hmm. equation. Um it has to be free and yes. because you have no money. You have to provide a <laughs> glass of water also. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, have, I went to the, the rebounder's place, and I tried, and they saw me, do, and they're like, you got to get out of here, man. <laughs> they like, they, they saw a lawsuit screaming, just hitting them in the face. There was a guy at my church when I was a kid. He was a big dude, big bass in the, in the choir, huge, like maybe 320 pounds. He was at, uh, like, rebounders or airheads. Or one of those places, and he landed uh, with one leg ripped through the trampoline. They almost had to take his leg off, and he was in a wheelchair with a full leg cast for a couple months. But uh, yeah, don't don't use trampolines that you have to pay for. They're cheaper than free cha- uh, trampolines. <laughs> if you need to use a trampoline, let me know because I also need to use a trampoline. <laughs> um, um, but that's we, just what I'm looking for. We we had a trampoline in my backyard when we were kids. Me and too. I cannot believe that we didn't seriously 
alter our our lives by hurting <laughs> ourselves on that thing. It was unreal Insurance how how often we flew. At first, we didn't even have a net on it, like one of those nets on the side. I never had a net. Flew off so many times. It was my pants were like all right because you know how you can double double bounce oh, each of other. I'm the kid. Yeah. I was a fat so, kid. Remember? Oh yeah, you were the double bouncer. You know me. Yeah. Oh um. By the way. Mm. Just remembered, you just reminded me of the, the text I sent you the other day, or a while ago, um, about the fact that, c- congratulating you on beating teen obesity. Uh, yeah, I, I did, I did beat teen obesity. And then, uh, following that up with, now that you, now you just have to beat, um, adult homelessness. Which is a little bit harder. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's uh, a longer span. Teenage you know, years are, I mean, it's not that long, but adult homelessness, I mean, it could happen at any time. Yeah, you got... The whole rest of the time, and then you have to make money on top. I've never made well, I've never made money like that ever. Like rent, how do you even spell rent? I saw rent on stage when I was seven. The first time I ever cried at a theatric performance on TV or on stage was a theater production of Rent. This girl, um, she's a great singer, beautiful actor, uh, Katie McCulka, who is now a graduate of Smith College, I think. She was and rent is a play. Rent is a play. Okay, it's about New Yorkers, uh, gay New Yorker. To the best of my recollection, gay New Yorkers who uh, a couple of them die of AIDS and they all have to pay. I think rent, and that's the whole. Pre- it all revolves around rent. And you cried when you were seven. When Angel died, yeah. If if anyone is a rent fan, when Angel died, dude, dude took me out. But, so you um, understood all of that when you were seven. Oh, I I was watching Entourage with my mom when I was like five okay i i grew up in a very liberal household my my older sister um works for planned parenthood if you don't like that then uh i don't i don't know you dude whatever (laughs) whatever (laughs) i don't care um (laughs) but you know i i grew up very open in a very open knowledgeable environment if i wanted to know something there was an answer there wasn't just because of how it is um always finding out stuff and that's just how i was raised we were raised Pretty similarly, but in different way. Your mom was a teacher, and your dad's a coach, so you kind of had those uh, those formal, you know, rules and structures, grids. Even though you tend to leap out of them, and I was kind of raised. My mom was a journalist, um, and she was a just great out, I was, she's a great journalist. Um, if anyone wants to hire her for a story, she's now a realtor. <laughs> so buy a house. I don't know. But um, don't buy a house from... I'm not promoting my... You don't even know my mom. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so she would... I would ask a lot of questions. She would have a lot of answers. She taught me how to talk, how to write, like most parents, I guess. But she would always be gone for reporting. So that kind of left me to my own devices, and that's where our... Upbringing is kind of, and it's it's interesting to see because you're I, very sir or ma'am still, and I I try to do that, but like I'm just. I, what I do think, you have? I think sir. I think that's honestly because of basketball. Really, uh, the sir or ma'am thing, mm-hmm. like. It, when you have a coach, you either call him coach or you say yes sir, no sir, yeah, just call him coach. things like that, and like especially, and also when I was growing up, I calling an adult by their first name was. <sighs> not allowed no thank you like absolutely not so I mean and then I think as I got older and looked more like an adult and people expected me to say their first name yeah um I think it didn't it didn't matter because um 
I, that sir ma'am thing was already instilled in me. And then I was also mm-hmm. playing basketball where you have the coach who you say yes, sir, no, no sir. sir, like yes, coach. So it's very formal in that manner. So I think that's why that carried over. Also, do do parents still te- do they teach their kids how to well, read and write? They don't teach cursive anymore, so I don't think so. Tra- a, a true American tragedy. I'm not sure. I was raised in the Florida public education system, so I really do not know the difference. Even um, between sir and ma'am, you that sounds like condiments to me. Is that like peanut butter <laughs> and jelly? I don't know. Hey, I was raised in a public <laughs> public school system as well. I think pub- I think public schools. I think public schools is great. They need more funding. Oh my! So much more funding. And in, I mean, crap. I remember um, they're cutting the arts. Really? For these, I mean, in, when I was in elementary school, we had music until third grade, and then they were like, "You know how to read music?" And I was like, "I don't even know how to read." And they're like, "All right, we got to raise your test scores." And they just kicked out Mr. <laughs> Morrison, the best music teacher of all time, uh, besides all the other better ones. But yeah, no more arts. I. I just remember the teachers buying with their own money, which they don't yeah. get paid enough. Mm-hmm. They're with their own money buying, um, you know, like school supplies yeah. for kids. They buy like, decorations, that, that's posters. That, that's they terrible. Buy ca- candies to give out. I mean, there should be a candy budget for teachers in elementary school because, like, you, you probably an incentive. You have to give out so much candy to kids. Kids get so much candy just for doing. The most menial tasks. Fourth it's, grade and under, candy is the number one prize. Like, I think teachers that teach fourth grade or under keep the candy business they alive. Know it's, I mean, there's no economy for, for fourth grade. It's like either, you know, dollar, you know, candy, candy. We need candy. Uh, that's all we want. So there's, they just, the thing is, it's really counterintuitive. Are you going to find money in their pockets or candy? You're finding, you're candy, finding candy every wrappers. time. Yeah, every single time. Yeah. Every time. I, I agree. But it's How do they get it? Who knows? Not with money. Yeah, no, they, they just acquire candy. Mm-hmm. It, it's a thing that... It, Strangers on anomaly. the road, you know, <laughs> people at church. I had this, this lady, Peggy Wass, she always wore the best hats. Shout out Peggy Wass, uh... She's not too good with Facebook, so I don't expect her to hear this, but uh, <laughs> she always gave me candy. Don't have any idea if this will be on Facebook or not. But um, <laughs> if it is on Facebook, then what's up, Peggy? <laughs> <laughs> um, so who's your favorite comic right now? My favorite comic? I actually know the answer, but I want to let it's everybody Tom Segura. listen. He's my favorite. I mean, the best, in my opinion, most crafted comic of all time is David. David, it's so formal. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, he's just an absolute murderer and he can do whatever he wants at the flick of a switch but Tom Segura is really sarcastic in a way that is just so conversational it's just off the cuff and it snaps at you and it it gets into like the thoughts we have in our heads that we don't say out loud necessarily and it just makes you laugh because you've thought it before but you've never really took the time to piece apart what is it that makes me think this um i listen to his podcast a lot as do i yeah he's a great yeah. pod- his wife's a christina p is a comedian but yeah tom segura is just three netflix specials check them out now I'm, but yeah i'm going to see him um november 14th if, if you guys want to go hang out with me in <laughs> pensacola florida i'll also be doing a spot there so that'll be a good time I agree. I, th- I think my favorite comic of all time is Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Um, but murderer. recently, I mean, he's just, uh, he'll he'll start a joke at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He'll let you forget about it. 
mm-hmm. and he'll end the whole set with the finish, the tying finishing it, punch of that joke. Tying it all back. I've yeah. never. Uh, it's unreal. That's so much fun to play with because there's like it's you, like it's like writing music, oh, but yeah. just it, with jokes. This is the grand finale. This and is the climax of the movie. You know, it's it's if you write something, you can tie it together with a bow. Just just being able to connect something back around to it, like he does, will make you laugh just because it brings up something else that made you laugh. He's it's, so good. But I also, I think my favorite right now is Tom Segura. Tom Segura just, I mean, every, every single thing that I watch from him or listen from him, I end up laughing. He's so sharp. And he's, he's so original with everything he does. He's, Most of, like, none of his stuff, I think a lot of different comics, a lot of their stuff sounds the same. And if you, like, read the jokes, writ, wrote, like, written on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. you could say who that was. Yeah. But with Tom Segura, I feel like it, he could write a stand-up or a set, and then you could read it, mm-hmm. and you'd be like... I, I think these are hilarious, but I'm not sure whose it is. He's very conversational, but also in a clean-cut joke way. So he delivers jokes, um, not on like not in a you know Johnny Carson, Lenny Bruce way, like the old days. Like, you know, uh, take my wife, please. Like he's not he's talking, but he still delivers jokes like nobody's business, and you can hear that working itself into the. The conversation and stuff. I. It's just. It's so difficult and complex to even understand. I don't understand it for sure, but uh, it's. I don't know. It's just magic for me. It's fun to see it when it comes together and someone can take the time to make someone laugh every time. Yeah, it's it's a gift for sure. It's super. All some right. people have it. Some people don't. Some people get it. Some people won't. Won't. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, tweet time. Tweet time. Here we go. This was six days ago. Don't know why I thought this was so funny, but <laughs> it was. Quote, Andy listened on his Twitter. A butterfly knife is just a fidget spinner for dudes named Kyle. You know, I thought about that while I was flicking around my own butterfly knife. Don't judge me, and cops don't come to my house. <laughs> Um, it's a paperweight, right? It's a it's a paperweight, man. There you go. Um, but yeah, I when I was a kid, I was like super into comics. Still super into comics. I love all the Marvel movies. But I watched Kick Ass, which am I allowed to? Can I say that? Oh, I can say that. I watched Kick Ass, and Hit Girl had the butterfly knife, and I was like, ooh, I want to do that. So my mom was just not around, and I had money, and I bought one. So I, I know how to flip it around well, and I'm like, okay, this is the whitest thing I've ever done. I need to put this down and tweet about it. And Why didn't you say Andy, though? You know, well, Andy's more of a Toy Story name. I don't even look like Andy. How, how has that affected think. your life? It's been weird. People treat me differently. I have a, a beard. I just shaved off the mustache a couple days ago, and now I look kind of like Richard Spencer, but that's not my fault. <laughs> um, I don't like Richard Spencer, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, you can cut that. But, um, I won't. <laughs> um, yeah, I've always been treated like, you know, sir or ma'am, especially in customer service people uh, at the place I work here. I'm dealing with people all the time, and they do not expect me to be 19 years old. Um, you don't look 19. I don't look 19. And you don't look, I mean, you look younger than me. I think I just. I, the only reason I look old is because I'm so big. Yeah, I'm big. I mean, I'm big, facial hair. I'm big too. To to paint you guys a picture of me, like Aaron Rodgers, if he wasn't strong, particularly, and he went to CC's Pizza a lot, 
And, um, yeah, that's pretty much a very accurate depiction. I mean, I'm big, <laughs> but I also just look the part. Like, I haven't been um, in a gas station recently, and they've been like, give me your ID. I don't know why they would do that. I don't buy anything that would be, except for a lot of tickets. I get a lot of tickets, and they're like, I need to see how old you are. And I was like, look at me. Look at my face. Look at these wrinkles in my eye. Look at my hair, dude. Look at my hair and tell me I'm under 18. Yeah, I'm trying to win. If I win the lottery. I'm, you know, I'm not going bald, but uh, I've been noticing this with a lot of guys our age. The hairline's starting to go back on the ends a little bit. Mine definitely is. Yeah. Just a little bit. A little bit. But I definitely notice it. Yeah, mine is. The last time I got a haircut, I noticed it just like, I mean, a, a millimeter, but I'm like, that's not how it it's used a visible to be. sign of our own, like you know, growth, age. It sucks. I don't want to be. I mean, I have back problems, and I'm not even twenty, and I'm like I don't have as much hair on my head as I had before. That's crazy, dog. <laughs> if you told me that at seventeen, I would be like, you're probably right, but I don't like the effects of it. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not bald, guys. I have. A lot of hair he on my head. Plenty of I hair have so head. much hair on my. I have so much hair on my head, but I don't have as much as I did. All right. So, one of my favorite topics, just in general, is uh, the the question of whether there's aliens out there. I think, I think whether aliens have actually visited the Earth. I'm not. I'm pretty. You know. I don't know about that. But um, over. You know, just overall, if there are, if there is extraterrestrial life form forms, uh, I love that topic. And I want to ask you: Do you believe aliens are real? Well, you know, we haven't found much evidence. We know that they can exist because obviously we exist, and if they do, then we're aliens. You know, um, I think it's we're not made of anything special. There's no ingredient, no sugar and spice uh, to make us really special in any way. Or, or dogs or cats or cows. And I think that it's very possible that there are very many planets with people that look just like us, talk just like, well, not English, but communicate the same way even. We're the highest life form that we know of at this point. If there is something um, above us, then yikes. But we'll meet our own fate by then. Yeah, I, I heard, first of all, um, I, I think aliens are 100% real. Mm. Mostly because of this one this one thing which is there are billions of planets in our galaxy yeah, so many and there are it's a lot or trillion billions or trillions i'm not you know exactly it's like sure it's enough trillions where it's of billions more than even. more than you could count in a lifetime yeah. and there are two hands. billions or trillions of galaxies in the universe mm-hmm. so i mean just the off chance that one of those planets has the necessary components to like to a whole life uh, is just to you know, say that in our lifetime I don't think so we are not I mean as far advanced as we are we're not like ready to even jump light years yet like Elon Musk can, even close. Elon Musk could strap a cruise ship to a rocket and that's about as far as we're going to get to aliens he can launch as many cars as he wants into space but it's at the end of the day we're not reaching anything unless they reach us yeah and and they're and, not and if they do we are in trouble. Yeah. Because if you have the technology to reach us... You can destroy us. Yeah. They're, they're going to have enough power to destroy us in their pinky fingers. To ruin if they our have day, those. for sure. Yeah, just Thursday, ruined. 
if an alien shows up here. Saturday, Tuesday, a bad Tuesday, <sighs> a bad Saturday, even worse. That's like equivalent to a good Tuesday. Uh, don't Ugh. get me started on Sunday because my dad will be <sighs> out Lord's Sunday day? driving, that just really so slowly, like a classic old, like, old guy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it just it, it would ruin his Sunday, and I, <laughs> I wouldn't want that for him. It's too many books to read before the end of the world, you know. Yeah, definitely. I've read a book in years. I read mostly the news on my phone now. Same, dude. I I would say ninety five percent of the stuff I read is on f- like Flipboard on my phone. True, you know, like the the news. Mm-hmm. It has like multiple news outlets and stuff. Um, that's mo- I think that's where I get most of my news for sure, or just like most of my reading or information. You know, I'm I used to watch news every morning, um, and like throughout the day. And while I'm home, I'm doing that a lot more. But yeah, most of the news that's been funneled through. My brain, my eyesight during the past couple of years has been on my phone. And that's a, a new way to get news. I like it that it's so accessible, but also it's people don't read half the stuff that pops up on their phone. They read the headline and they're like, oh, I get the gist. A lot of it's clickbait nowadays. Oh, a and massive amount of it is just to grab your eye so that you'll read. Yeah, you know? or click. You know, they just want those, those ad revenue dollars to start coming in and... Uh, I'm not a fan of all the, the saturated media, all the fake news. We're losing real journalists, real reporters, real real people that report the real news. And I think... Well, uh, the news is all opinionated. Well, that's not true. It, a lot of it can com- be. Compared Editorials can be, you know, op- like all that stuff. But I'm talking about like the, the nightly news. It, you can click on whether you're... You know, Republican, whether you're Democrat, it doesn't like what you want to watch, what you mm-hmm. want to hear. You can click on the news and you can watch it. Yeah, you know, th- I mean, and that's that's relatively new. And that I I I hate that it's become so polarized that it's a war over over news companies for who's the favorite among the people that they're reporting on. Um, but I think yeah, in the last couple of years, I think CNN used to be way more moderate, and then. Uh, Everyone started attacking each other. Everyone started going at each other's throats. And now there's there's just a point of no return where everyone's so polarized on opposite ends of the spectrum that they kind of have to keep feeding their viewers or else people are going to move to you know MSNBC or, if, God forbid, C-SPAN. Um, I just ESPN. like to. I I'd just like to, to see. I just like to see a headline and read an article or see a video that had absolutely no bias and just told it how it how it was. Yeah, you know. But now everything is either way. I mean, is just skewed in that. Even I the, think ruins news. Even the younger news outlets that are kind of like Vice News, like that's cool young kids, but also very, very, very to the left. You know, they're new new generation speaking for us, but also they have their own biases. Do they? Because I mean, I think most most people know Vice's like a a YouTube channel. Are yeah. they? Do they? Do well, they have their own. Ch- they have their own channel. I know on they. Have, I know they have their own channel now on TV. Do mm-hmm. they do uh, like any article like writing? Vice. Yeah. Yeah. Vice does a ton of. A articles. ton. Do they? Okay. Yeah. I I haven't. I think I've seen a couple. You know, mm-hmm. but I, I don't. I haven't. You know. Been been into it enough to. I feel that. You know, and a lot of it's not like world news. A lot of it's like. Look at this dude in Brazil who made his sister a prom dress out of palm fronds. You know, just dumb like that. All right, I got another tweet. <laughs> it's a three-part, two-comment tweet. Oh, wow. Um, 
The first one is about to destroy my enemies, immediately grasping the audience's interest. I, I go, what, who's, who, who are his enemies? Why is he trying to destroy them? Uh, the next tweet is, my only enemies are the crows that keep attacking me at the dumpster at work. So, again, I want to know more. And then you just give a simple, just you wrap it up and you just, you come in hard and you go, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> so tell me who won that battle. Well, you know, I think the humans will always win because in America, it's every day is bring your gun to work day. But, um, I, okay, so I, I work at a kitchen. I work in a restaurant. We, we're, I'm a cook. We take the trash out. So it's all this food and stuff. We have a boxed-in dumpster so no one else can dump. But these crows hang out on top of the dumpster, and they want the food. And they're smart. They They are smart. Those crows? Geniuses. Like, like 160 IQ crows. They... And they, like, I, I don't know. I was walking out with a bag of trash to the dumpster, had a key in my hand for the dumpster to open it, and a bird hits me. A crow hits me in the elbow, and I'm like, oh, my God, a bird. I hope it's okay. I was like, is that bird blind? Like, does it not see stuff? And then I was like, okay. And then the bird hit me again. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I was like, this bird is out for, out for, blood, out for blood, to be honest. This bird was coming at me. I turn around. It's coming at me for a third time. I take a swipe at the bird because, honestly, I hadn't had dinner yet. And the bird just kind of flies away. But it happened like two more times separately, just one time each after that. And so I'm still trying to find a way. I'm thinking, you know, the bug assault, the gun that, that shoots salt. table salt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm thinking maybe that. I've got my brother day, with that a couple ruin times. their Tuesday or Saturday. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't want to hurt a bird, but like the birds want to hurt me. So it's either me or the birds, and I'm not choosing the birds. End of story. I mean, hunters choose themselves all the time over birds. Yeah. They choose themselves over deer. Uh, very know? true. And how selfish would I be to I mean, how lay many, down my life for some birds? Are we talking about a pack of birds here? We're like, talking about a couple birds that like to hang out and make fun of me, hit me from time to time. You're not, you're not fat anymore, though. Well, Why would they make fun of you? Because I'm a... Uh, obviously, I can't fly. If uh, I could fly and no one else could fly, I would be talking so much smack from 10 feet in the air. I would be yelling at people from the roof of their own house. And they'd be like, get off my house. And I'd be like, I will. And then I would go up and I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, the no flying thing, <laughs> definitely a reason to be made fun of. It's a, I think about it a lot. If we could fly, dude, whoa. Yeah, that's a That's a whole nother conversation. If we could fly, dude. that would be... That would be just amazing. That would be... I think that's... the. I, I would say probably flight is the number one superpower that... Okay, mm. here we go. Top three superpowers. Go. Okay. And, and I need explanations. I can't... And so does everyone I'm going to preface this by saying I cannot have the superpower to have all powers. And anyone who answers that question like that, it honestly genuinely sucks. Like, you don't... It's a power for a reason. You don't get... The power to have every power. Yeah, no, this that's isn't, that, that's you're not that's Superman. You're a human. You have a blood pressure of one forty eight over sixty two. Okay, you don't have any powers. If you get to choose, if I got to choose three, if 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 I had to pick three, are you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay, invisibility. And and rank. Okay, rank them in order. Rank them in order. You know, oh. of like most important to least important. Oh, okay, so I'll go three, two, one. Okay, let me think for one sec. It's hard because I, kn- I know invisibility's up there. 
You can do anything you want when you're invisible. Yeah, and people yeah. are like, oh, I don't want to be invisible. Now, That's creepy. Yeah, well, guess what? I could, like I said, do anything I want. <laughs> now, and now, do the, you, when you go invisible, do your clothes also go invisible with you? Well, that's a hard one because I do like being naked just by myself when I'm alone. So what happens, like, if you were to be in public and accidentally invisible, like, you oh, know, become up, visible man. again? You know, if my power hypothetically ever failed me like that, I guess I would just roll with it and be the, the naked superhero dude. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, he saves, but, like, don't hug me. Like, I would be a nudist savior angel. I would, <laughs> but that's, I mean, if I was invisible, that'd be fun. That's, so that's number three. Um, definitely mind reading for number two. You can do anything you want with mind reading. Yes. Like, if I could mind read in high school, I would be not talking to you right now, and I would be at Harvard University. I would be, I'd be at USC University. But, um, yeah, mind reading. You'd be the president right now, dude. I would. You'd you'd figure out how to get the age from thirty five down to twenty. Oh, easily. You know, you'd you'd run for president, and you'd just know what everyone exactly wanted. And it's not even really. I mean, presidential, like presidentially, you know, mm-hmm. you you just gotta know what like how to get things done with the the Senate and Congress. Yeah, you, know, you don't I, need to know about. Just everybody. work out what they're thinking. I would legalize uh, steel toed flip flops. You know, I would do so many because th- they're not legal right now in the United States. I would do so Is many that things. An, an actual fact? Yeah, you can look it up. Steel-toed flip-flops. It's not going to be on there because it's not real per se, but I think it is. And oh, if, okay. And whatever I think or feel in today's culture, whatever I truth, it's valid. Okay. I Anything see. that I feel or say is valid. Okay. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> so number two, mind reading Professor X type stuff. Oh, okay. We're on three now. Sorry. Three. Well, I'm, I'm doing three, two, one from least to most. Okay. okay. So, so most, now most important. And I have not thought about this one because I was thinking of two other good ones. Let me give this, I mean, super strength to be cool, but what are you going to do? Like throw a football really far? Um, maybe let's see. Oh, you know what would be absolutely incredible? Shape shifting. Good guy. I would not be the strongest superhero, but if I could shape shift into a guy that was super strong, then I mean, so, I got to so cover. What, what what are the limitations of it? Like mystique type stuff. Except okay, for, okay, okay, ideally, okay. I would be regularly me and not blue. Okay, yeah. So and you look could like, like so you couldn't Lawrence. shape shift into like a chair. It yeah, would have to probably, be another person. Yeah. Or you could do objects. If but I could do objects, size. if I could do objects, dude, I would, I'd be Windows. Oh, I would be. You could be anything dude, you wanted. I would be windows. I would be like a poster. Anything that goes on a wall. Um, I'd be a tapestry. <laughs> Just hang out on the wall, like a fly on the wall, but you could see me. All right, so those are those so are those pretty are good. My th- what about you? What are your what would your three powers that you most would would like? If All you right, got the choice. number number. I'm gonna go one to three. So most important, I think number one would be the control of time. The you complete, know, I didn't even think about that. the complete control of time. So I, that so like I can stop. And when I say time, I, mean, I know time is you know a construct that we created. But I'm talking about like yeah. you know like if I could stop everything, it, that, go that, back, or like forward. go back forwards, like or just click. pause. 
Yeah, you have the basically. Click remote. So I can just yeah, basically like that, but just you know without the repercussions of click. You know, so scary stuff. Like if I didn't like what was going on, like somebody came in here and they were making noise during this podcast, I could stop it and obviously I could just pause this podcast. I go guess go back in time. Go back in time. Tape over their mouth. I wouldn't. Okay, assault. No, I would well, pause it before they walked in. So then I wouldn't have to go back and edit. So this would be, in your ideal world, you would stop time, but other things would function. So like a car would keep driving? No, no. So when when it stopped, everything stopped. Everything is just completely still. But you could control what's still and not still? Like we could record this podcast if you so chose? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, yeah. So like, so, you I, could, so I you could, could stop everything. Control time rel- relative to items as well. Yeah. So, so you'd be basically speeding up the time of this to meet real time what's going to be what you've frozen. I'm um, so yeah. perplexed. Okay, that's a little deeper, I think. Uh, but I think it was more of like, you know, I, if I didn't have enough time in the day, you know, to say, let's say to do this podcast, I could stop time. We could do the, like, you and I, I could be like, all right, Andy's just going to be free. We could do the podcast and then mm-hmm. start time again. And it's like, we just got however long this thing takes. Yeah. Like, for free, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like basically just, I mean, free time. And you I can would, go backwards, forwards. I would go back and win the lottery eight times in a row. That and, is Because after number nine, well, it's unethical, but... Who's going to stop me? I control time. <laughs> Second. If I get caught, guess what I'm going to do? Go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Second second thing. Mm-hmm. Super speed. I'm Ooh. talking flash super speed. Like you can't even see. Like, yeah. Like, like faster than what you can see. Like you're running down the street and papers are flying off the walls. Are like just flying everywhere. Yeah. So and in that, like I think I cut out the need to have to fly because flying is quicker, right? But if you have super speed, if you can fly on now, now don't get me wrong, flying on water, be, flying would be great. Yeah, you can run on water. I mean, it's, oh, you're, okay, you're running so fast. So you, I mean, you can run up buildings. Jesus. I mean, you know, I mean, Dang. just watch the watch like Mar- like you know, co- not Marvel movies, but just like old com or read old comics. You know? I mean, Flash could fly because he could twirl his arms so quickly. Flash just be yeah. You know, and then I think the third, um, I think my, I would also go mind reading just simply because that is invaluable. If you can, I mean, you could close any deal. You could you do anything you want. You could do basically anything you wanted. Um, you could run the world. You could run the world. Yeah. So um, I definitely, I think those are my three. I think we both got solid three. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you would destroy me with the time travel thing. Yeah. Unless, but I, well, but, you couldn't see me, so... Yeah, but I also think that if you have other powers, it's harder for me to use it on you. True, because if I was because invisible, you're also powerful. If as well. I was flying, no, I didn't. Ch- what did I say? I said invisible. Mind reading. Mind reading. Shape shifting. Shape shifting. Okay, so yeah, if yeah. I was an invisible plant, you would never be able to find. I, if you'd you be were reading just my invisible, mind. Why? Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see. Because if you're a plant, you could be right next to a ton of other plants. Yeah. And even if I was reading your mind, what are you I do? wouldn't know where you were. Take down like, a whole forest? Yeah, you yeah. slash and burn cropper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, that's good, that's good. Um, moving on from that, um, another hypothetical here. Oh. Yeah. No, we're, we're just We're, we're, we're going, going deep into we're it? We're going hard. All righty. Okay, first... First, like, couple things you do 
right off the bat when the zombie apocalypse hits. Zombie apocalypse. Okay. A lot of people say go to Walmart. Well, guess what? where everyone's going? Walmart, regardless of whether there's a zombie apocalypse or not. Everyone's going no, 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 to Walmart. No, no. You know what? Okay, let me let me rehash the terms. Zombie apocalypse, but you know two hours before it starts. Oh, so can I tell my friends and family? Yeah, yeah. You can do anything you want. You know two hours before everybody else. I make so many group chats. It hurts my eyes to look at. I tell everyone, get away from everyone yeah, you I'm gonna know. I'm going to be real. If you texted me that, I would be Sit like, ha, 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 and go take a nap. I would call my mom. I would be like, mom... Get away from the cemetery. Get out of there. I don't know why she'd be in the cemetery, but I would, you know, for, if I was here, the first thing I would do, I would steal so much stuff. Steal? Oh, yeah. There's going to be no economy in two hours. Everyone's going to be either dead or being dead, you know? Yeah, so. but what if you're getting locked up while this thing, I mean, like, like starts falling down around you, right? You're in handcuffs in the back of a police car. That's not a good spot to be. You know, it's better than being undead. And if I'm in a car, that means zombies aren't really going to... Well, depending on what zombies. Oh, but, we're talking classic walking zombies. Okay. Well, then I could yeah. I could destroy a zombie handcuffed if they're classic walkers, you know. I didn't watch a lot of The Walking Dead, but it, it seems like more people kill actual people than Definitely. people kill... Or zombies kill people. Yeah. I think most... I think the main reason for that is that most people that survive are nuts. Yeah. You know, they're they're all crazy, so then they, yeah, it doesn't I, matter if you're this a is living person. Totally hypothetical because let's be real, I would not survive. Everyone's like, "Oh, I would survive. I would take shelter." Everyone else would take shelter and then all of them would turn into zombies and then you would turn into a zombie. You probably Wyatt would I think you'd be okay for a while, but you know, you can only the the, get the so hardest far thing I think personally for me, the hardest thing would be because, I mean, I'm an outdoors person. I live outdoors. I can, for a short period of time, I believe I could sustain myself yeah. if food had run out. But I don't. I mean, it is incredibly. If people that have done it their entire lives and are professionals mm-hmm. die out in the, like, in the wilderness. Yeah, Chris McCann because was. I, I wouldn't call him a professional, but, I mean, there's an example. But um, yeah. I think that would be the biggest challenge. But the first thing I would do is I wouldn't tell anybody. I just go oh. I just go right to Bass Pro. Really? And I'd start stocking up on True. on literally just I mean maxing out credit cards. You I know go, what I mean? Like yeah. just cuz I like I said like my first worry would be if I was stealing stuff, mm-hmm. I would be arrested and be in a bad spot. Yeah. You know. I would go to, I mean, I'd find the nearest Bass Pro. I'd get everything. I mean, I'm talking like, I'm pretty sure they sell like rations there or something. Or like any any kind of store like that. Walmart, you know, something mm-hmm. like, an, like a store with like a bunch of outdoor stuff. Yeah. Like anything. Um, and just start stocking up on just like machetes, Fishing guns, poles, ammo. Camo Exactly. Gear, camo gear, backpacks. Bait. Yeah, like I'm. I mean, just like as much as I could NASCAR, get into a car, paraphernalia, I'd, I'd go anything you like. I would immediately go to the gas station or white tank tops. There, while I was at the store, mm-hmm. I would purchase as many gas tanks, like big, like gas, True. you know, tanks I could, mm-hmm. and I would put them in the back of the car or truck if Ooh. I had a truck. Um, I would siphon gas. I would. That's an idea. I would, go, but I would go fill up the tank all the way. Mm-hmm. I would fill up all the other tanks. True and. I'm like honestly, I'd get like personally my like my ideal group is no more than four and no less than like you can't have two, so you don't want five 
but you can do like four, three or four. I could do five. I see with five, it's just, I mean, it's it's really like, I think it, like the chance of like one person, you know, trying to go against the grain of the group or whatever it is and getting picked off, and then like whenever one person's going down, like as a human, like mm-hmm. y- you want to go back and try to save them or whatever. You know, if any of my friends, even you, if my mom was like, oh, "Help," I'd be like, "Dude, I'm sorry." I mean, no, I mean, I, I no mean, chance. In that <laughs> situation, what can you do? Like, what I'm going to turn into? Just because you're turning into a zombie means I have to turn into a zombie. No chance. I'm get out of there. You know, like not some, not a, an easy decision to make, but pretty easy actually because no one wants to or should be a zombie. Yeah, no. I think, and then I think my very next move is if I could gather, you know, three to four people to be go with me. Also fit like physically fit or just like mm-hmm. you know like what i would know what assume they're doing. to be emotionally ready people <laughs> which obviously who knows who's emotionally it's ready for not zombie me apocalypse. yeah but <laughs> if i could get that you know i would immediately try to drive to a suburb like yeah. a, the outskirts of a suburb i wouldn't go to the oh, country I, would, I wouldn't want to get killed by a zombie and lily pulitzer that's not my flavor <laughs> no the the reason for that thinking is i wouldn't want to uh i obviously don't want to be in the city mm-hmm. and i don't want to be in the country because i believe that most people immediately think go out to the countryside yeah people don't like when you think like zombie players you don't think like battle in the streets of a suburb mm-hmm. you know and i feel i i just think that i could go there after everything kicks off like hole up in the house somewhere and um you know just live out until you know either we ran out of food or or honestly just died from zombies yeah. but um yeah i think that's probably my core, first course of action I'm going I, I think i would get all the supplies i could get a couple able-bodied Friends, people that aren't slow. If you can run a four, like a 40 in like under six seconds, then you can roll with me, you know, because that would make me the slowest of the group. But uh, at least I can count on you guys, hypothetically. I would definitely, okay, get every gun, weapon, thing I could. I'm not a big guy on violence, but if you're already dead, then you're I mean, a zombie. It's, you should already be ashes, yeah. you know? So. Everyone I know that I would like to have a car full of stuff, gas, guns, all that stuff, and then find the nearest commercial pilot and be like, start the plane. And we'd be in the air, maybe even a helicopter, you know, if we're by a tourism trap, we, you know, just get a little Glock to the gun and uh, fly around, watch it unfold, maybe stop for a bite to eat somewhere. <laughs> Not like the zombies, but a <laughs> different kind of bite to eat. And then, you know, just hang out, have a helicopter, go to some dead people's house that have a helicopter, get some more helicopter juice, you know, yeah, fly that helicopter. You, if you can fly a helicopter around during zombies, zombies, to the best of my knowledge, have not uh, legally been allowed to obtain a pilot's license in the state of Florida. So if you're here, you don't have to worry about any zombies piloting your jets, flying your uh your your fighters, you know, you're all good. No zombies anywhere in the skies. So that's that's my plan of action. All right, I think that about wraps maybe it a, up. Maybe a blimp. All right, a all blimp right. would be because you don't have you don't need fuel for a blimp. You just got air, or I well, don't know I what think, they I don't know what they keep I don't in know blimps. The, Hydrogen the engineering of blimps. Oh yeah. God, the humanity. Yeah, yeah. That I'm gonna, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to call it on that one. I think we I mean we could pick it up another episode sometime. Yeah. Um, 
But I think that about does it. We're about out of time. I had a yeah. great time. I'm I had a wonderful time. On. This is awesome. I love being in Tallahassee again. Um, thank you for coming on, buddy. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. All right, y'all. That was the second episode of What's What with Wyatt Wilkes. I had a great time with my buddy Andy. Um, catch the next episode sometime next week for uh, Trent Forrest, who agreed to come on. And I'm really excited about that. Um, have a good one, everybody.